you will never see that trauma uh, promoted amongst that community. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Why would you? Why would? Why would you subject yourself to that every day? <laughs> you know, right. Like, but not- we're supposed to watch shows and just like, yeah, that's wild. But to say that, so do you feel like other races or uh, ethnic groups? aren't so aware to the like black plight because they're just like, Hey, we got our own shit. And we're it's, it's, trying to focus on our own. They don't own have problems. their own shit. Ours is too numerous and too complex. What's good. It's cousins. Swoosh night here back again with another episode of love yours. The podcast a podcast that promotes black mental health, black mental wealth, and black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you love yours. Here we resume our previous episode on trauma in the black community with just Patrick, Nay, and I, further discussing the ramifications of trauma and trying to figure out a little bit more on how the black community continues to experience significant instances of trauma. So, without further ado, let's hop back into it. <laughs> It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love, Love Yours, Yours, the podcast. We've been dealing with black trauma quite well through the centuries. You know what I mean? So you quite might, well. Huh? Everybody else, they think. I mean, amongst ourselves. I mean, dude, we still out here and we we're actually prospering. There's there's millionaires, there's black Trying millionaires to. being made every day. There's been more black. Dude, we're gonna look back on these times, the two thousands, mm-hmm. and we was it. Yeah, but at the same time, like the the black lower and middle class is ex- fucking and that's 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 in the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as for a collective dude, this is there hasn't been a more prosperous time for black people in America than than what we have right now. Right. So then with that. So but then again, like, but to go mm-hmm. back, our trauma is also too complex. And sure. like literally, we can literally, we just literally boil down white trauma to one event, which is OJ. <laughs> one event, dude. Like Jan- John F. Kennedy got his head blown off on national television. That does not affect him whatsoever. Yeah, that's a blip. Like, oh, that, that's, that's white on white crime. That was nothing. On, on American soil. Right. And that's because some people didn't fuck with him. That's why. It's, you know what I mean? Dude, they nobody knows. Like, Nobody knows him. Nicole Simpson, bro. Dude, she, she, that's it, you know? Right. So that's one event. So that's not complex. Mm-hmm. We are, dude, we could go on for days. Yeah. Of, of just about different stuff. I mean, like average childhood experiences is basically a, a screener that's given to people to kind of get their number for how rough or how traumatic their life has been. For black people, it was looking like you have a more diverse list of experiences you test for early death so early wrongful death shootings or what have you disease disability or social problems if you have those experiences it's a cell or whatever other Dude, we got, we got the issue. music that we make like rap music is trauma with, with, when it all comes with a beat it comes, it's <laughs> with an 808 in the background yeah then you have like adoption of health risks, cancer, diabetes, what have you. And then social, emotional and co- cognitive impairments within the black community. And or either being wrongfully diagnosed with those. Yeah. 
Do we have environmental health, environmental health factors, like how everybody lives next to a damn factory or so damn sewage sewers, plant or whatever. What's happening in Flint or whatever. And we still out here, bro. Mm-hmm. We still out here. Disrupted neural development. That could be just like substances in euro, utero or what have you. It could be a lot of different things. Stuff in the water. Mm-hmm. Just a blanket adverse childhood experiences on top of intergenerational historical trauma. So with that, so we talked about kind of the outside putting pressure on us. What about within our own community and how we, how there are trauma, traumatic instances within ourselves, mm-hmm. between us, each other, or families? Like, where do you guys think that comes from? Is it? What's well, part of the loop cycle that we're in? Mm-hmm. You know, um, one thing just leads to another. And, um, you know, what can we, uh, what can we really do about it? Um, oh, I was like, am I tripping? My bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> um, in, a sense, in a sense, like, this is heavily debated. I can black crime. But there's still, like, there's issues within that. There's issues within, like, the family of, like, infidelity. Yeah. Whether it's been, like, T.O. I always go back to T.O. and his story about, like, my dad lived across the street with his other family. Yeah. In situations like that. Shit, did he? Yeah. It was like either across town or across the street. Like it was somewhere of just yeah. like he had to live with that, like that life. And I and I think what comes with that is why we're not healing is because it's all we do is promote it and it's being propertized. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or profit being made off of it. Mm-hmm. Um and do you okay, so like if we're talking about like the family experience and the dramatic family things and all of that stuff. Do you think it happens to black people more than it happens to other races? No. Or are I, ours are just put on front street more than everyone exactly. else's. Yeah, but it's it crazy that our shit is put on front street because within the black community and within black households, it's like the what happens in this house stays in the house. And exactly. you know what I mean? So I'm like, it's kind of weird how that is put the forefront when we think about you know Hollywood and, and TV shows yeah. and all of that shit when in all actuality black people are very secretive very. as far as like shit that's happening so I'm just like whose yeah. idea was it to put this shit on the big screen because yeah. these are family secrets we are in mixed company exactly so the stereotypes that we deal with is traumatic mm-hmm. and in reality like Nay was saying the, the occurrence of this trauma probably happens more in white and Statistically speaking, based on population, it has to happen more in white communities than black communities because there's more of them. Right. So obviously, you know, uh, domestic abuse, drug use, broken homes, mm-hmm. all the stuff that's made to like it's only our problem is actually their problem. Yeah. That's and being projected onto nicer. us. Yeah, you just like, I mean? you know, mm-hmm. white the people black- are so quick to be like, oh, black folks, you know, just go and mooch off the government and, you know, get on government assistance mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, statistically, that's a white thing. That is y'all. That is not us. Like, that's, that's a white thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Divorce. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Divorce in America. That's a white problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not that don't got nothing to do with us. The black love and black unit right now in America is probably stronger than it's ever been. Right, which you is it's I mean? just interesting how they keep kind of, oh, do you, is your dad at home? Like, yes. Yeah, that's is. the narrative. Yes, that's bitch, see him every day. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Like, the number's going up. That's the programming, you know? And uh, it's unfortunate. And, and, to, and to 
to dig deeper on why it's like that, that there's probably a whole other episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know how we? Oh, for sure. How it's got to that point, but that that what 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 affects us? It's not exclusive to us by by no means. Right. But we're probably the the lesser of it. You know, it's all it's we're just bystanders. Like none of that stuff really applies to us. Yeah, and I think it's just interesting how the fact that is as we talk more about it, it just sounds more and more of like it's the pressure from within outside the community that creates more trauma for us, or at least the the perfect environment for more trauma to happen, or at least be more showcased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's profitable too at the same time. Our trauma is profitable. Mm-hmm. So like if you get shot by the police, <clears throat> do somebody's coming up. Mm-hmm. Multiple people, not just somebody, a whole a CNN's gonna win if you get shot by the police and it's filmed and it's and it's wrong. And then we're going to replay it. They're going to win. Like they're going to have ratings out of the roof just based on the conversation. And here it is. Our number one hit. Man, another black right. outside the streets. Here you go. So, you know, who, who else is trauma being profits? You know, who's making money off trauma besides ours? What Asian, you know, what was the Asian trauma? That's like, that's money making. So, Okay. That, sorry, I have to say something. Um, oh, shit. Oh, now I'm just sitting here thinking how we're <laughs> just like, you know, the, the Patrick said, you know, the news station is going to win and it's going to be on CNN. Da, 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 da. Like the situation with the young lady who just lost her life with Micaiah. Like I said, that was on the news within hours. Hours. When do they show non-Black like, children being killed? Yeah. Like that, like that, like that shit was, it was, it was traumatizing. You literally show this little girl losing her life and just put it on there. Like you took the camera off the dude's chest and went straight to the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm just like, you know, y'all not showing these school shootings on yeah. TV. So why would you put that on TV? Yeah, because it's profitable. Because I mean, I imagine like if you continue to show the footage and then you also continue to show officers getting off, wouldn't that. I mean, just like you would worry that, oh, school shootings, if we show more of it on the news, then more will happen. Wouldn't you also worry that like more officers would shoot more? Be involved. Like, yeah, because it's yeah. just like I, just like that. You know, there's the footage of that guy, the officer pulling over a white woman in Georgia and the white woman was super, super nervous. And he was like, oh, why are you shaking? And she was just like, I'm just really afraid because I don't know why I'm being pulled over. And he said, oh, we only shoot black people. Remember, you're fine. Hey, this man is on tape saying that. Hey, and it's because they're fucking comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable. I get the pressure of news being like, we want to be the first one that breaks it. If we, you know, had the video first, but then we were like, hey, if you feel comfortable, come go to our website and, you know, watch it there. But But another program says, hey, here it is. Bam. It's the. It's mm-hmm. dehumanizing of black people. It's done on a daily basis. Our value, our life is not as valuable as the next. So showing it yeah. on the news is just like, oh yeah, it's fine. They wouldn't think, they wouldn't dare. If that was a little white girl, they no. wouldn't dare put that on the news. So would, we'd I, never know what happened. Right. Never. So as I, as Until I it came out in guys. court and the cop <clears throat> got executed and then the tape would come out. <laughs> right, because you said it earlier when we was building about when you released it when they released that tape of Micaiah Bryant, um, if I'm saying her name right, um, yeah, that took away the shock value that could have mm-hmm. been it could have been used in the court and and they, they, the person you, I, you should have saw that was should have been a jury, yeah, 
And that would have changed. Or, I mean, obviously her parents should see it ahead of time just so they're yeah. not, you know, mm-hmm. taken through it all over again. But yeah, it desensitizes everyone because at this point, if, if I was a juror, I've seen that video. The little girl just lost her life yesterday. Yeah. And I've so, seen that video on my timeline over 20 times. Look, people done took it, broke it down slow motion, frame by frame already. Highlighting stuff like, bro. Mm-hmm. So then with that, as I asked you guys earlier, should we then be able to kind of have a choice of whether to be exposed to that or not? Should the, me- should the media be like, you know what? Hey, we're gonna- well, it ain't up to them because they, they get paid. Mm-hmm. So they're going to pay it either way. Now, if you, I like, uh, I you're kind, you're kind of referring to like disclaimer. A disclaimer of just like, you know what, we should have a choice, or at least by people, we should have a choice. We to do be have a choice. To this. Our choice is to like not subscribe to it in the first place. To yeah, any- but at the same time, for you, Patrick, like you even try to not watch the video, but somehow it popped up. Yeah, and I shouldn't have watched Casey. I shouldn't watch the news at all. That's. Th- like, but and you, that's my like, fault. That's, I'm, that, when, I, when I subscribe to them, mm-hmm. I'm subject to whatever programming they put me through. But at the same time, it's like it's the news. Like you have to watch the news no, every I day. Don't. No, I don't. Because for the weather, for like what's happening in your community. I got a phone. <laughs> like there's other ways to get the information when you you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But what he's saying is but, what he's saying is you should be comfortable enough. You should be you should, should. feel OK turning on the news and not having to worry about seeing something very traumatic like that. Absolutely should. Yeah. But 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 then again, I know better, too, at the same time. And I know what they about. And I feel like that's that's common thing that for black people, that's like we should have known better. We, sh- we but should. But should we? Is, or is that part of the traumatic? It's part of the traumatic. You know what I mean? Like we are a very trusting, loving, uh, open group of people. Mm-hmm. Like we stay trying to bring people to the cookout. Right. Like that's I, the man. I say this shit all the time. We're too accepting, too accepting. Yeah, that's, too damn that, that's another episode. Yeah, but that's our nature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we can't even get it right because we the original people on the planet Earth. And we know that's how you have to you have to be accepting to survive. You know what I mean? We right. don't go or by we don't go by that. the we don't go by the uh mm-hmm. the the what's the name, the Darwinistic theory of kill or be killed, survival of the fittest. That never worked amongst uh work together and shit. Yeah, that never worked in our community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know what I mean? We do. We, we are a little too trusting of everything. News, yeah. TV, any kind of media, any person, except for all people that look like us. Now, we don't trust all the black people. Right. That shit's madness. You know I mean? Like, he, real quick to look at a black owned business. Like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. What's y'all shipping? How long are you going to take to get it here? <laughs> right. Like, this is unprofessional. You was not saying that when you was ordering from Adios. Chill no. out. Or asking for the discount. That yeah, too. So. Y'all got to stop with that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, so for the most part, um, but I think within trauma, we have, we develop these like inner thoughts, these schema, like these inner beliefs of, because as a result of our experiences that are like either, oh, it's our fault that we watch the news or it's our fault. We shouldn't have been here at this time. We're in this. No, that's different. That's different. Isn't it different? That's not a choice. The news is like, we should be able to turn on the TV and watch what yeah. we need to watch without. But then again, it's like the traumatic, terrible rap music out there. You can't be like, it's Cardi B's fault for, for putting that thought into your daughter's head about WAP. That's on you for playing that in front of your daughter. Thank you. Just that, like it is. With, that for sure. That, but like the news that for is sure. Close, that for sure. That feel like but the different. news is in that same kind of like, that's media, that's entertainment. The news, is, that's all it is. It ain't like, 
at this point, we're not we're not in the 50s where that was like a reliable source. We know better than to look at any kind of body on TV as a reliable source for anything. But we don't we don't all necessarily know better. Like the younger we community, we, we know better. We but as far as like we have to realize we still have older generations and they're still mm-hmm. accustomed to the news being a reliable source they are. of they really information. Are. And it's really not that way. It's not. It's all propaganda. And it's just propaganda. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, let's, uh, yeah, let's head that towards the end. I think I have one, one question. Nate, do you have any or anything that's been like percolating in your mind? No, I've been stopping you guys <laughs> anytime <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> so what about this idea of whether, cause we've talked about trauma enough. We've had several episodes about mental health and stigma and how, while also the black community is growing in awareness of mental health, do you feel that maybe our, I want our reluctance towards seeking mental health services or assistance is also a possible increase in our experience or increasing our experiences of trauma as well? Yeah, absolutely. Because our reluctance to go seek mental health is rooted in trauma. You know what I mean? We don't mess with doctors because people have been magically, mysteriously disappearing when they go. So it's all, it's all attached to health. You know what I mean? If there was to come a trusted group of black people to administer this kind of information and help and mental health awareness, then we could identify with it and we would be in a different place. You know what I mean? But essentially, if you, if you had a mental health problem, you go to the doctor, who's your doctor going to be? A white person. What they going to tell you about your trauma? Man. (laughs) You know what I mean? They know nothing. And there's not enough of us in that field to even open up that lane at this point, in my opinion, you know what I mean? Because we all need it, but like, I, I'm not going to no psychiatrist because I, I, I don't know no black ones. I don't know no black ones. You know what I mean? And I figure if, if there was more black psychiatrists and that were known and all it takes is a recommendation, like, look, just, you got to go see my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they'll talk you through some shit and then there we are. You know what I mean? We start getting better at it, but we don't, we don't have that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think as we talked about education and how other communities and have are not as aware about our plight, our experiences, the adversities that we're facing, how we've gotten to this position. I definitely feel like there's also a piece of like, we also are scared of our, or revisiting our past as well, because when you know better, you do better. I feel like, yeah, if my, if my dad knew about, you know, went to therapy, broke down kind of how his, his father had placed, you know, so much stress upon him, have much verbal abuse or kind of how just, you know, his dad going off to war and being back and forth Mm -hmm. played in his life. I feel like I would have been a little bit, a lot better off Mm -hmm. socially, emotionally. Absolutely. (laughs) Man, who are you telling? I just had a conversation like like that with my mom the other day. Yeah, it's real. (laughs) I was like, okay, if that made you feel that way, why did you do it to me? Yeah, and I, and our parents know too. <laughs> at the same time, they do know, mm-hmm. but they just didn't know no better. Who was who 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 was there to help them? Nobody. Right. Nobody. There was mm-hmm. no. Just like I said, this conversation wasn't happening in '85, bro. Right. At all. Like, dude, you got to do the best you can. Was what you got? <laughs> that's all. Right. That's all we ever had. And we've been doing great. If we get help and we get over this this stigma, which. Man, I, I feel it. I feel it happening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, 
the gig is up on everything. The gig was up in 2020. Like, man, all this shit see through. And the information is not necessarily being withheld. I think people got enough of a tidbit of information. You have to dig deep into everything now. Mm-hmm. Nothing's, nothing's what it was. What you think it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I, don't, I look at my timeline. I, a lot of people who I thought was goofy and just like everybody woke now. And, and, and I'm not the biggest fan of being woke. You know what I mean? That's a, a low level of consciousness. But shit, at least the conversation is being had. Like everybody's mm-hmm. out here like, man, get your books up. Take care of your kids. You know what I mean? Get your credit right. Crypto is the, the future. Like, I love seeing that. Like, I never thought I would see some of these people say that. Like, shit. okay. But damn, how many times I got to hear about more black people saying, yeah, you know, we got financial, you know, legacy. Okay. Because that's what we want to manifest. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, and we will manifest that. You know what I mean? That's the thing about it. Like, that's what our, our age group has the advantage of. We know the power of that manifestation. Like, look, sure. bro, we, we can, if everybody's thinking on that same mind frame, we're going we go to be there. Right. Everybody's on black ownership. Everybody's on ownership in general. Yeah. I just, want, I just want to itself. spread out a little bit more evenly. Like, you know, financial stability. Like, yes. Financial legacy. Yes. But like, let me hear more about black yoga. Let me hear a little bit more about black hey, spirituality. Let me like hear a, a black health, black veganism. Yeah. Let's say this. Let me hear more about that. Yeah. It's, I feel yeah, like it's out they there. have it. It's getting there. It's slowly but surely, but you still got, you know, still got the black people set in their ways. Like, mm-hmm. black men don't do yoga. That's no, no, no. Oh, oh, black the, men the don't black cry. Race. But where does that come from? Is that traumatic? Or is that yeah. the man? I think it's, well, placing it's a, bit a ceiling on the black community because I feel within they have ops trying to change the system within the congregation oh, in which. <laughs> um, well, I feel like a lot of it is attached to what black men uh, identify as masculinity. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is uh, only black men, huh? Only black men, because I've heard black women, like uh, my goddaughter's mom, and talking about like time out in the beginning. Oh, that's for white people. Like, no, it works. There's, I feel like there's been a, there's a ceiling, especially within when we talk about therapy, is like, oh, no, that's for white people. That's not for us. Yeah, d- definitely. <laughs> And a lot of things are like that, that we use just for being white people. And health is one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's just like a, a certain form of masculinity that, you know, a lot of black men is turned off to certain stuff. And a lot of this rightfully so. I'll be right there with it. Like, right. nah, that's, I ain't with that. You know what I mean, as a man, I'm not with that. You know what I mean? And some things get wrapped up into that that don't necessarily have to be. You know right. what I mean? Like, um, Yoga, for example, could be could be on that list of some just, I'm not with that shit as a man until you try it. Which it's is like, uh, really insane when you think about it. It's like, yeah. so you don't stretch because yeah. you're cool, bro. Cool. But it's how you it's can't clear your mind because yeah. you're got it. That, was that mm-hmm. man, don't even get uh, me on black masculinity. But, but then it's also like yoga was one example. I was going to say another one of something that, um, like pedicures. Oh yeah, and, uh, and male self care. Get them, please. Male get them, please. Facial. Think about what that was thirty years ago to what it is now. Bro, we in a different lane. True. Now. A pedicure is nothing for a man to get. Man, it's not. It it's ain't expensive. They know there's no problem. I've never but had one myself. Still... Wait, 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 hold on, oh, hold on, Patrick. 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 Patrick, and not, not, Pat- not, 
damn it, we were right there. We were oh, rooting for you. Damn. We were all rooting for you, Patrick. You can still root for me because I will put my feet on Instagram right now and my feet are perfect. No, no, no. I don't do the toes, bro. I don't like I don't like seeing Yo, people's face. Crystal? crystal know about I got this? An extraordinary crystal set know of about this? Feet. Trust me. Extraordinary set. I take care of mine. I've been taking care of mine. My dad was in the military. So he was like, bro, feet's number one. I don't care what you do. Feet is number one. When I went back in these, so you know, mine is. I'm good over here. I want to say 2010. I mean, I'm not against one. If it ever got bad, I know where to go. Okay. All right. I guess I'll let you slide. I know where to go. You know what I mean. Facial treatment. What about that? Then had it. You know what I mean. Like, and it's one of them things. I didn't have the whole situation. You know what I mean. It's it's one of those things that uh, until you go through it. And or you have somebody that you trust that gives you the information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had OG cousins that was like, bro, bro, get your life. <laughs> get your life. You know, they like 12, 15 years older than me. Right. So when I was like 20, they was like 35 already getting it with mm-hmm. their wives doing their thing. And it's like, look, you're a single man, but I'm trying to tell you <laughs> of, what, of what it is that's gonna that the, the luxuries of life as an adult black man. This is one of them. Understand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, okay. You know, at, at a young age, you don't understand. But when you have somebody older that you can trust, that face, it makes sense to you. You know, what I mean? we we got past that point. I mean, like I said, in the 90s, a man getting a pedicure, a black man getting a pedicure out of the question. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? Everybody, man, everybody, beer game strong, everything. You know what I mean? You don't find us out here looking crazy. That's not like most of y'all. We don't find y'all crazy. It's yeah. still. It's still a nice little percentage of y'all that it be is. looking crazy. It's a percentage. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but it's black men. And, you know, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff has to do with, you know, black women putting us up on, putting us up on game. But don't tell them. But what about you, Nate? What you think? You said is there anything? don't tell y'all. Don't don't tell a black woman. Maybe putting us up on game. Oh, OK. I thought you were saying that black women don't put you up on game. No, I was no, about no, to no. say, sir, no. sir, sir. They're saving <laughs> lives. They're saving lives out here and hairlines. Yes. Man. But uh, is there anything in like the black woman community? They feel like that that they're not receptive to because of. Trauma. Or just like trauma perspectives, traumatic perspectives. I think there are a lot of black women who and I don't know how it's I don't know how necessarily what to call it. But I do think that there are a lot of women that push the ideas of toxic masculinity, especially on black men of like what it means to be a strong black man or whatever the Mm -hmm. case. Like there's a lot of stuff that I see like in the comments on IG and stuff like a lot of black women. like, Oh, he's definitely gay. And it's like, because he's making sure he looks decent. He wants to check his oral hygiene. Like that makes a man gay. Like that's weird to me. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, Yeah, there's, there's, of course, there's the natural hair bashing. We're getting a little stronger. We're getting a bigger, bigger community um, that's being less judgy. Cause they're I mean, at the end of the day, we're gonna do whatever we want to do with our hair. Mm-hmm. But it's it's becoming more and more like I'm seeing more and more women that are accepting and embracing their natural hair and going on those journeys and other women being supportive of it. Like cause mm-hmm. before, even with myself, like, yeah, I'm growing my hair out right now, but all my friends know like I can wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm finna shave all this shit off. Um, but like even in my family, there wasn't too much support about like I was the first one to get locks I was the first one to go all natural 
And then it was like, what do you mean you're not getting a perm anymore? Like, what, what, what are you talking about? He's supposed yeah. to be fried, died, and laid to the side. What is what is happening? Uh, and then when I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a big chop. A big chop? Like, no. Black women, you hold to every piece of length of hair you have. Dead or not, you know, messed up or not, fried or not, keep the length. So then we got the box. was like, oh, what, what is your job going to think? What are they going to say with your hair like that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are they going to say with my hair in its natural form? I mean, if they do and they can kiss my black ass like exactly so there's a there's a lot you know there's a lot of things to unpack when it comes to trauma within the black community exactly i wanted to add one more thing about toxic masculinity and the roots of toxic masculinity no i was you i was going to add to a point that you were saying about about what is defined as masculinity right and why some women are confused the sad thing about it right because what being a strong black man is is essentially tied to how much trauma you can hold in and keep the family together. Like you crying. Yeah. You crying. You soft. He's soft. Yeah. Granted, I have called some black men soft, but I'm usually talking about basketball when I say that. Yeah, so I still I still stand behind that when I'm like, yo, he play soft. You playing yeah. soft. And that's mm-hmm. coming from a basketball player. So you take it to the but pain. You know, like a, like having to game. hold all that in and keep the family, keep food on the table, keep money coming in, keep everybody happy. That weighs so much in, you know, that's how toxic masculinity is created because it just creates grumpy old men. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, don't, like, it, does, it doesn't create the boys don't the cry. Men's don't cry. Like, no, yeah. I need you now. If I if I'm dating somebody and you tell me, oh, I haven't cried in years. Fucking flag, bro. Like, I yeah. don't have time to be trying to help you through your traumas. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest way through this, you know, we we've talked about we talked about kind of outside pressures and how that creates more trauma within our community. We talked about media and how it kind of further promotes it. We talked about trauma within our own community and and how the perfect environment creates more of these things that are happening, and how therapy could be a good solution to cutting down a lot of this. I worry that it's we need a couple of other of the other factors to be dwindled down as well, but that heavily relies on the outer population to be aware of our plight and our struggles and our trauma. I feel like there's a lot of other adjustments that need to be made within them, but being in therapy, realizing there's an issue, being comfortable with going back and reflecting so we can better ourselves and our opportunities and our legacy following us. I think that's, Big, a big key to changing a lot of this. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I just, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it all starts with us. So exactly. it comes to the collective trauma of black people in America. White folks know exactly what it is. They may pretend all day that they've never heard of it. They didn't <laughs> know. They know. And I never, I never, I never let them use it as an excuse. Right. Like, don't even talk to me about it. Like, don't even try to give me this. Cause that's all they want you to do is what they want you to say it. I want you to explain it to them. No, 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 no. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, and yeah. black people as as a whole got to stop doing that because they feed off of that. They like it. They like that as well too. Black trauma is a is a is a, is a thing. Yeah. And what Sorry, better to please. have? What better to hear about black trauma than from the from the mouth. black man himself? Oh, please tell me more. Well, you're crazy. Oh, I ain't telling you. Never mm-hmm. read a book. Facts. Don't go. I'm not telling you about nothing. You want to know about what happened to slavery? There's all kinds of information out there. You want to know what the trauma is of, uh, did uh, amongst the black community? 
Bruh, you don't need me to tell you. I don't know. I feel like there's there's a sense of like, you need to read it on Google. You need to read it on books. You need to hear it on the news and from people that have actually experiencing it. Do I feel like I need to educate you? I feel like you need to go yeah. see your sources first and then come back. Yeah. And then we can discuss it. Because, yeah. Because you don't need to hear, you definitely don't need to hear from people out here because half the people don't even really have a grasp of it themselves. You know what I mean? All they figuring it out. On TV. It's just like, it's just a tool. Like I said earlier, it's just a tool for profit. And ain't nobody really trying to unpack the, the deeper ramifications of it. Matter of fact, I think there's an asshole to podcasts that uh, talk, talk about this. So like, you don't even need to come to me. Nah. You can hear me on my podcast. It's, yeah. it's Love Yours, the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was, do. I was all queued up. I'm like the podcast that promotes black mental. <laughs> I was hoping, like, yeah, I was ready. Oh, you, oh, you want to learn about black trauma and uh, the black people? <laughs> I could take you there. Yeah, love yours, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, I, 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 exactly. <laughs> but like I said, or like we said in the beginning of this, there are plenty of other. Ways we can go about this, plenty of other topics, which we will discuss. Black masculinity is one of them. We have that on the list. Traumatic bonds. Yeah. We might even do that next. Yeah. Because that's a whole interesting topic that I'd love to talk about. And then we have mental health month coming up next month. So we definitely will be talking about black men and their experiences and their need for mental health, black women and their experiences pursuing mental health, as well as. The men that send them there, like outcasts and what makes them outcasts and their experience, because that I feel like is trauma pushes them away from the black community. Yeah. And, and all, but you know, these, these, all those old paradigms and stereotypes, men are falling away, man. You know so what I mean? Late. Like the, the, the black weirdo ain't, ain't what it used to be. Black nerds. I think that's, that's it an episode it, I'm still trying to, to be, flush man, out. It's a good thing. And I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad, glad I got to see those. You know what I mean? Where anime's a thing amongst the black community. It's it's big. It's big. It's big. And I love it. You know what so, I mean? So yeah, I'm definitely trying to bring my cousin on for that one. But yeah, you know, stay tuned. I think I think we got a lot from today. I think we're gonna get a lot moving forward. And you know, we just I think we just all trying to get better as a whole and heal as a whole. And healing is definitely one a section I would like to talk about because everybody has their own different perspectives on that and how we get there as community is something different. So with that, you know, with that being said, it's just love yours, a podcast for real this time. The podcast that promotes black mental health, black mental health and black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you love yours or go to therapy for your trauma. (laughs) Do that though. No, all joke aside. All right. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. We appreciate you as always. Uh, shout out to our, our homie, Just Patrick. You can catch him on here. Unless Love you, you got some, unless you want something else. No, just <laughs> just nah, on here. Just on here. This only place. Exclusive. All right. For sure. You ain't got to mix that out on, on Spotify yet, Patrick? Or what? Come on, man. You going to get back on the... Nah, I'm retired, man. I'm saying the, that that music is black trauma, bro. Can't do it. <laughs> when, it when the when the when the when the collective of music is for black uh, love and black positivity, then I'll be back to the game. But other than that, I ain't, I ain't spending no records about killing niggas and oh man, then and, and I got more money than you and all that other stuff. That's ridiculous. 
I don't even feel it no more. Man, one of these days, Dang. one of these days, we're going to partner you up with one of our boys. Either, I think, Ross. You and Ross would be sound good on the podcast or uh, Albert. Albert was cool. Hey, man, let right me know, man. Mental health month next month. I'm in here. Shit. So, or you can rock. Let's see if you can, you can hang with Anthony. That might be cool. Man, that it don't matter. Is, that's a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect. I love Yo. you both. <laughs> it would be it would be interesting it would be interesting that we special, might we might have to special, do that special edition special edition yeah ju- ju- special ju- hey don't edition. don't bring all of them on here that's gonna be <laughs> seven hour episode bro Juneteenth extravaganza <laughs> black marathon. black black on black <laughs> marathon blackness <laughs> this is gonna be how black are you that's that's gonna be I'm so black. Right. Kick it off. We started on Malcolm X's birthday. That was my that's my proposition of 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 um you know Black History Month. And we started on Malcolm X's birthday, May 19th. And we let it rip to June 19th. June? Yeah. Nah, we let it rip to September. October. Oh man, we could let it go all the way to November. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We could let it get the whole joint. Just take the whole second half of the year. My well. Hey. Cause I'm tired. Of, I'm tired. I'm tired of February. I'm tired of February. <laughs> it's cold outside. That ain't even. That ain't even what we do. What we do. Exactly. Man, we can't, we can't celebrate with no cookout. Like it ain't never. It don't. It don't Facts. even fall. In, it don't fall. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing about February rocks. With the sun. People. The sun go down too early. I need the sun to be up to nine o'clock. You know what I mean? I gotta have it off. We gotta do it right. And no daylight savings or nothing. So the day end early. Man. I'm like. I'm like. It, mm. it got to end on like the the summer solstice. You know what I mean? Like the longest. Day I mean, of the it's year. not a bad idea. Nah, we gotta switch the narrative, man. Because uh, this whole February situation, we ain't come up with that no way. That was charity from some white man, probably. Who knows? I'm good. <laughs> catch, catch me in June. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Swoosh Night. You can find me on IG, Twitter, Swoosh underscore K N I G H T. I like boy. And as always, your girl, Vanessa Danae, you can find me on IG as well as Twitter at Danae underscore Nay. That's D-A-N-E-E underscore N-A-E. Yes, I changed it. The ops was watching. If you would like to follow the podcast, you can follow us on IG at loveyours underscore podcast and on Twitter at loveyours underscore pod. You can stream all of our episodes on what are we on again? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Yes, sir. Yeah. And as always, we encourage you guys to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review, and share us. Do all that. And report. Love yours podcast. Oh. Yeah, report they ass on IG. <laughs> I, I need that handle. Come up off that handle, bruh. Run report that them. shit. Run me that shit. Report them. <laughs> Until... Until next time, as cousins, share us with your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your cousins. Let's make it worldwide. Until next time, y'all. Bye, bye, peace. Put some lotion on. Put some lotion on. Stop doing that. Patrick, get out because he's going to burn the house down <laughs> with the level of ash. I can just feel the just combustion coming. I got to dip out now for sure. For sure. Yes, sir. Um, right. I appreciate y'all. Like always, Nay, I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. Getting there. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Play it down. I already know how it is. Yeah. Get well. Oh.
of yours, the podcast. The podcast.